invest in daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives in women, in girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in her. Invest in her. Invest in her. And now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Hi, welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors. And as you know, on our show every week, we feature amazing female founders and funders. And today I'm super excited. We have on the founder of a fund in Mexico. It's called Amplifica Capital. Please welcome to the show, Anna Raptus. Hi, Anna. Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for the invitation to be here today. Oh my gosh, so happy to have you here. Um, you know, we have on a lot of women that are looking for funding. It's always nice to have more women that are actually helping women get funded. So thrilled to talk to you about how you started this fund. I'm always amazed at women that start their own funds and how you did that in, of all places, Mexico, because you're not even originally from Mexico, right? Yeah, that's right. I am Australian, Greek, Mexican. Um, I feel very much Mexican now because I have the opportunity to live in this beautiful country and I have a Mexican husband and two Mexican daughters. Beautiful. So originally you were born in Australia, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I grew up in Australia. And then from there, tell us a little bit about your journey so we get to know you before we talk about this amazing fun. So I originally grew up in Australia. I was always very fascinated by economic development. And I studied economics and was one of those like nerds. I'd sit in the library and read the World Bank Development Report. Um, so that led me to go and work at the UN in uh, Bangkok. And I did my uh, master's degree um, at Johns Hopkins University, studied in, in their campus in Italy and also in the US. And then from the US, um, I moved to Mexico um, to work originally in the energy sector because um, I was working for a company that saw um, clean energy as being, you know, something that really drives economic development. So I've always looked to, uh, you know, align my, my work um, with my values and helping uh, facilitate economic development. I love that. It's so nice when those are aligned, right? Yeah brings uh, so much more, you know, satisfaction and purpose to our life. And, you know, so let's talk about this. So for two decades, you were investing in healthcare and tech and, and, and women's equality, gender equality, right? No, yeah. So I was like, you know, very fortunate to grow up in Australia where uh, people talk a lot about investing. It's part of the culture. Australians per capita are um, one of the biggest uh, gambling societies, but also love to invest. And so I think that was fortunate in my upbringing because I heard people talking about investing. And so as soon as I had some savings, it started what I, I started doing that myself. Um, and as I kind of developed as an investor, um, and I was, you know, really lucky to be able to study uh, in the US, I started my own, you know, little stock account, and I went um, experimenting and learning and um, having success and making mistakes, and learning more about, you know, what areas that I, I like to invest in. 
um, how to do better as an investor. And that journey, um, you know, it gave me confidence. It gave me experience um, where, you know, I felt that I could and, and feel I can make you know, very good investment decisions um, for myself and with other people's money as well. I love that. You know, that's really interesting. I'm glad you shared that with us about the culture of Australia actually being one that encourages people to talk about investing. I don't think we're as good about that in the U.S. I think it should start in the schools, teaching children and, uh, you know, in even in grade school, but definitely in high school. Um, and then, you know, and, and, and with a focus on the fact that women really don't talk about investing and don't have quite the leg up I think that men do when it comes to you know talking to their cronies about investing and we have to change that and I know that's a conversation you and I have had about how we need more women investors like that's what's going to level the playing field you know it was uh, I think Melinda Gates that said at this pace it's going to take us 200 years right to to get to where we need to be I read that in your article when you were featured in the conscious investor and, no. you know, yeah, what are we going to do, ladies? Uh, it is up to us. You know, a lot of people say, well, don't you want men to invest in you? Well, of course we do. But how's that been working for us? So women need to start investing in women. And that's why people like yourself are creating these funds. But let's talk about that. Like, what is it going to take to get more women to invest and especially invest in other women? Yeah, I mean, no, that's an ex excellent point. And then one we've discussed before, look, what I see is there is enormous systemic bias um, against women in finance. But, you know, we have the power to change that and shape a different future and create a different narrative. And that's what I'm very motivated to do. Uh, women, for many, you know, many reasons, have uh, traditionally delegated their financial decision-making uh, to men. And that's something that we want to change. We need to change that. We spent the 20th century working for um, you know, our right to vote. You know, women couldn't vote uh, before. You know, a lot of, in a lot of countries in the 20th century, they couldn't vote. We or can right now to get a credit that. card or right to get a mortgage. Right? That's exactly right. And so we've, we've got our, our political right to vote. Um, now we start need to exercising our economic power because this is where we can really drive change. And this is why I believe we need to have more women um, in, in investment decision-making positions. And we need women asking questions um, rather than, you know, I can understand that, you know, we don't all have um, a lot of experience investing, but asking those questions, um, talking to your financial advisor, you know, communicating what your values are and how you want uh, your money invested. I was just on a phone call with someone else and he, he described himself as a financial activist. And we can all um, choose to be that if we want, you know, invest in things that are aligned with our values. So if we want to see more women CEOs, well, we want more women on boards, well, it's important for us as women to invest in companies that look like the companies we want to see in the world. And that doesn't mean compromising returns. You know, the data all demonstrates data that's come from McKinsey, from Corn Ferry, from IF, Oliver Wyman, um, from um, IFC, has all demonstrated that um, women-led companies generate better returns. Right. I mean, this is the reason to invest in us, right? And, you know... In the in a men's world, they they 
tell their cronies, oh, you need to invest in this or, oh, you need to invest in that. Women need to develop that same circle. We need to be telling women, I'm investing in this. You need to invest in this too. Did you hear about this? I say it's like the new book club, only it's better because you can make money and help other people at the same time. And I'm so glad you mentioned you're not compromising your returns. You know, some women uh, tend to be very, most women tend to be very conservative with their investing. And so they're in bonds, they're in stocks, they're in real estate. But there are things outside of that, like investing in startups or investing in Series A or investing in funds like yours that are helping women. And people are making a lot of money by doing that. So it's, it is, it is risky, but not if you study it and, and take away most of the risks. These people are, are, this is why they say the rich get richer. They're in this world of getting behind startup companies and companies that are scaling um, and they're getting in before they go public. And that really is the secret, isn't it? To go be a part of a fund like Amplifica or go to an angel group, but learn about how to invest in a little different way than just the typical stodgy stock market or bond market or whatever. This is something worth learning about, not only because it's profitable, not only because uh, we need to be doing that, but it literally does help other women. Like there's no downside to it, right? It, you're helping other women. What could be more gratifying than that and making money doing it, right? That's exactly right. And I say, you know, it's about making money. It's about giving opportunities um, to other women, but it's also about including the voice and the vision of women. You know, if we look at um, the world today and where's the new technologies, new products coming from, a lot of it is coming because they have been, they've started uh, with in venture capital. And in the venture capital industry, if we have, you know, 90% of the decision makers looking the same, that means we don't have the same diverse outcomes and products uh, and services that really catered to the needs of different people that look differently than those 90% of the decision makers. Totally. So if, we want, if we want to have products and services that attend to the needs of women, we need to be at the decision-making uh, table, making those investment decisions towards where that money goes. You know, every week I hear different uh, women telling me about their incredible ideas. Some of them we have here on the show. And I think these are game-changing ideas that can help save the planet. They are revolutionary. If these women don't get funding, their innovations will never see the light of day. And like you said, whether it's uh, women, people of color, LGBTQ, you know, that are not getting the funding, nine, like you're saying, nine, you know, more than 90% is going to just white men. Well, more than white men have, have really great innovations, ideas, and cures, and we're leaving it behind by not investing in them. So I really appreciate women like you that are taking the bull by the horns and starting your own fund. Tell me about that journey. Some woman's got to be out there saying, I would love to start my own fund. How did she do that? What, how did you get started? Can you share that with us? Yeah, no, I would love to, because I believe really that you can't be what you can't see. And I noticed that I was here in Mexico very much alone. I didn't see other women building funds. 
And really what changed my perspective uh, was I went to an Angel Capital Association conference in Boston of 2000, in, in, in April of 2018 in Boston. And I met all of these amazing women. It wasn't just one or two, you know, I met many women who were starting their own funds and they were starting small and they told me it was really hard. And I spent time, you know, talking to these women and hearing the stories and what they were doing and why they were doing it. And, and I realized this was a call for action for me because I saw no one, no women doing this in Mexico. And I said, you know what, this Anna, this is something that's really important. We need to have a more inclusive, diverse ecosystem. And yes, we're starting with women, but all the other groups that you mentioned, you know, aren't included either. So, um, yeah, so that was um, that was the way I started by by meeting other women, talking to them, hearing their story. How do they do it? Understand that it's something very hard because when you start um, uh, when you launch your own fund, uh, you don't have what a lot of investors want to see, and that's what you know a track record from working in another fund. Uh, so you're really relying on people, other people out there who want to be change agents, um, who want to see a more diverse VC industry to invest in your fund and to help you get that first fund going. And once you've done the first fund and you can demonstrate a successful track record, then you build the second one and it's a lot easier. But the first fund is the, big, the biggest challenge um, and uh, it requires um, you to be in a financial situation where you can sustain yourself uh, to work. It can be, you know, five years um, without actually generating any salary when you have a small fund. So uh, it's not for the faint hearted. And, you know, I definitely get inspiration every day from all the women that went before me. And I also know a lot of other uh, emerging fund managers um, around the world, you know, women, and we have like our own support network and we, and we support each other and share ideas and, 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 and the highs of lows of, of, of building a fund because we are you know, entrepreneurs as well. And uh, when you're, you know, you're raising a fund, you have some you know, great days and you have some really shitty days, you know, so yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, what, what's the name of that group? Some people might like to. Uh, so that we resource. have a group that's called um, Transact Global, and uh, it's for uh, fund managers where the uh, majority ownership of the fund is um, by women. I love that. Oh my god, I didn't know about Transact. Uh, what's it called? Transact Global. Transact Global. Yeah. I and love it's been that. An amazing source of support for me. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you shared with me that you raised two and a half million dollars, that you have gotten uh, six investments behind all co-founded women businesses. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, how did you I want to know both ends of it. How did you find who you wanted to invest in? But also, how did you find your investors? You had shared with me there's a group in Mexico called Intel Women's Forum uh, a group of professional women in Mexico. Is it is it like going out to networking groups similar to that that helps you to find women to invest? Yeah, like really, um, it's uh, I spend a lot of time talking with different professional women's groups. Um, it's also a lot about uh, education around um, investing because. Uh, you know, depending on people's risk and uh, liquidity needs, you know, it, it may be not something that's, you know, that works for everyone. So, um, you know, a lot of time uh, talking with people, education, um, 
networking, uh, trying to you know, meet those who have an affinity um, for what we're doing. Um, also are spending now more time in the US talking to um, the uh, Mexican uh, diaspora communities there uh, uh, to, you know, who, who want to be connected with Mexico, who want to be um, somehow investing in Mexico. So, you know, that's also important for us. Um, and in terms of the deal flow, you know, it's been really amazing because I hear often, oh, you know, we can't find women, uh, both on the entrepreneur side, but also on the investor side. And um, what I find is that women attract women. And, and when you have, um, uh, you know, now that we have this fund, which is the first VC fund in Mexico to be really focused on women um, in a really uh, strong, with a strong gender mandate, uh, you know, women come looking for us. And so we get a lot of deal flow from all different um, ways, you know, through Twitter, through LinkedIn, through WhatsApp, through uh, our webpage, uh, via email. And so, you know, we've got amazing uh, deal flow uh, coming in. And we just wish that we had some more money to be able to invest in more and more uh, all these fabulous, you know, female entrepreneurs, um, uh, because we, we, we definitely see a huge amount of opportunities. Yeah, and if somebody, uh, if Mexico is near and dear to people's heart uh, that are listening and they want to get into funding, uh, they could definitely reach out and, and participate in Amplifica. Um, you know, I know you're you're just getting started, so you know. Yeah, no, and we really think it's great to have you know develop bridges between Mexico, other parts of Latin America, and the USA because this really is beneficial for our entrepreneurs. Uh, because it means that, you know, the investors in our fund can also be helpful in making those connections for other funding or, or providing advice as the portfolio companies grow. So uh, we're all about, you know, creating uh, collaboration, communities and, and, and working together because we see that the problems we're trying to solve are really big. You know, and if we don't collaborate, we're never going to be able to solve them. And we can accelerate. And, and we, by working together, we can solve them more, much more quickly. You know, and I, I do believe that sometimes people think, oh, we only get 2%. This problem is way too big to solve. But it's not. And I was speaking in a group of women not too long ago. And I said, every single woman in here needs to invest in another woman. That's what's going to change the situation. And if they don't, if they're not a accredited investor to invest in a venture capital fund, they can at least uh, do a minimal amount in a angel fund, or they could go on a uh, equity crowdfunding site and at least put in a hundred or two hundred dollars. Like everyone can do something towards solving this problem. We are the solution. And so more and more women like you uh, need to start funds. More and more women need to participate in these funds and or ancillary ways of investing in women. But the word on the street has to be every woman should be investing in another woman. Don't you think? Oh, I am 100%, I'm 100% committed to that. And uh, that's precisely why we have gone out, you know, trying to um, seek women who want to be participate in something like this. You know, over 70% of our investors are women. And there's no other funds like that in Mexico and other parts of Latin America, you know. That's fantastic. 70%. I love that. 
Um, how can people invest? How do they find you? Give us your website. Tell us about your social. Yeah, so yeah I'm on Twitter, um, uh, Anna Raptus. Uh, zero one on 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 Twitter. Uh, also LinkedIn. Um, also through our webpage, which is www.amplifica.capital. And so you can definitely um, reach out to us um, in the, all any of those ways. Uh, if and I'm going to spell your name for people because some people are just listening and not watching. And it's Anna. That's with two N's. A N N A. And then Raptus. R A P. T-I-S, and then again, it was Amplifica.capital, and that's where your website is, just to make sure they got that. You know, um, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you for sharing your story. It's such an inspiration. I hope you inspire other women to start funds and also to invest in yours and other funds, but whatever they do, just to invest in another woman, and do it this week. Like, don't wait, you know, right? It's no time like the present. No, that's fabulous, Catherine. I really appreciate your support. Uh, it's awesome. And uh, so great to collaborate with you because this is precisely what we need, you know, abundance where we can all help each other and, and really move the needle, make the change we want to see in the world. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Anna. Everybody remember to invest in her. Remember to follow us, uh, She Angel Investors and She Angel Invest. And uh, make it a great week, everybody. Thanks again, Anna. Thank you. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.